Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Curtis Lewa. Curtis Lewa. Rip and read. Check this out. This is the Rip and Read featuring Curtis Lewa. Talking about. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. This is the Rip and Read. Oh, super You're going to make your fortune My namesake, Curtis Mayfield, from Chi-Town, Chicago, actually died in Brooklyn when he was doing a borough president's uh, entertainment extravaganza for then the predecessor to uh, Eric Adams. Oh, man. (laughs) And this uh, gust of wind came, I think it was on Leffitt's Boulevard. No, not Leffitt's Boulevard, Empire Boulevard at the very stadium. Where Brooklyn Prep used to play St. John's Prep in the annual Thanksgiving Day. Many, many years after they would play in the polo grounds. That's the school I went to till they kicked me to the curb and I never looked back in 1972. It was Marty Markowitz. Yeah, then Curtis Mayfield, a strong gust of wind, Lou came in. It crippled him, damaged him, and he never recovered from that and passed to the year after. But he had this song, Superfly TNT. He's a bad mother. Watch your mouth. And that is basically what Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, wants to be as mayor. Now, he's mayor of the illegal aliens. They get anything they want. We get the invoice. We got to pay the bills. And what do we get in return as taxpayers and workers here in the five boroughs of the city of New York? We get Ugats. We get bubkins. Enough of that. Enough of that. That's the theme song. You know, the mayor likes theme songs now. Whenever he has a press conference, he's using that Jay-Z song, you know. But he really should use this song. Superfly TNT. He's a bad mother. Watch your mouth. Oh, wait a second. Maybe I'm mixing that with Shaft. What do you think? Isaac Case. What does it matter? It was black exploitation movies in the 70s. You could see three of them for $5 on the deuce. I know Eric Adams had to have gone to the Deuce. Everybody went to the Deuce. It was either three Kung Fu movies for $5 or three black exploitation movies for $5. And you know what my favorite was, Lou? It is, uh, you really got to be a cognoscente of black exploitation movies. It was not Shaft. It was not uh, Superfly TNT. It was Sweetback. Oh, yeah. The brothers are... Li- yeah, Sweetback. How does Sleewa know about Sweetback? I bet you Dominic Carter doesn't even know about Sweetback. But anyway, I digress. Nor does James Golden. Let's get into it. Yesterday, Eric Adams, swagger man, wearing his $5,000 customized suit. Again, the Pablo Escobar head of the Medellin cartel in Colombia would have been envious of. Uh, 
was being heckled by a woman who was upset with how he deals with homeless people here in the city of New York. And he said something that I'm trying to figure out, and as much of a fly guy and wing ding and screwball and crackpot that Eric Adams uh, has become as mayor, I'm still trying to connect the dots on this. Yes, sir. One should be one should be happy if someone wants to make love to them. You know? <laughs> Go ahead. What the hell is that? <laughs> so you got this woman screaming at the top of her lungs, and I concur with her. She's saying, F you, you a-hole. Absolutely, I concur. I mean, if you're a mayor, it's like dandruff. You know, you just flick it off of your, your jacket. In his case, his customized jacket. Can you play that one more time? I'm I'm still trying to figure out if this is not the most sexist, misogynist thing I've ever heard come out of a mayor's mouth. Now, let me tell you something. Bluebird said a lot of stuff that the reporters never reported. He was the most sexist, misogynist of all the mayors I ever met. But this one may take the cake. Mr. Mayor, yes, sir. Four-year-old man, Curtis. You know, I could do a whole hour on this, just opening up the phone lines, Lou and Justin. He said, one should be happy if someone wants to make love to them. Now, could you imagine if that was me? I mean, the NOW group, National Organization of Women, would want to run me out of town. They'd call me a sexist, a misogynist, you know, the, the worst type. But you see, Eric Adams' complexion is his protection. He knows the mass majority of reporters from Room 9 in City Hall, many of them listening right now, they're McWhitey-Whiteys. They're intimidated by him. They're bullied by him. They're not, they're not going to go at him about this. In fact, they asked him about this later. He wouldn't respond. His staff wouldn't respond. How do you respond to this? The guy's a pig. He's a Hazarai. Remember recently at a press conference in City Hall, he said this, which just flew by the radar screen of the McWhitey-Whitey news crews. I, I would tell you I met a shorty there, but I can't say that on TV. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Can you play that one more time, Lou, please? I, I would tell you I met a shorty there, but I can't say that on TV. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Again, you know what a shorty stands for, just, just, and no, 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 I'm not talking about a blunt that you've shortened down. I'm talking about, you know what a shorty short is? You have any idea, Justin? No idea. Lou, do you have any idea what a shorty short is? It's a hot-to-trot female, right, who looks like she's ready to get down and do it right there and on the floor at City Hall. And nobody called him out on that. But then again, his complexion is his protection. He's been wigging out. Now, all of a sudden, he's found God or God has found him. He continues to repeat to people the nonsense that anybody else who would have put him in uh, for a psychiatric observation in Kings County in Brooklyn or Jacoby in the Bronx or Bronx, Lebanon or Bellevue in Manhattan. I mean, anywhere. Staten Island psychiatric. You know, the fact that he claims he keeps telling people, yeah, God told me 30 years ago that I would be mayor on January 1st of 2022. 30 something years ago, I woke up 
at my sleep, out of my sleep in a cold sweat. God spoke to my heart and said, you are going to be the mayor January 1st, 2022. And the message was clear. God stated, you cannot be silent. You must tell everyone you know. Because it's a Judges 7, verse 2 through 7 moment. Because when you win the battle, I don't want you to think that you won on your own. And I don't want people to think that you won because of you who you are. Now, what a screwball. What a crackpot. People who have schizophrenia, I deal with them all the time in the streets, the parks, and the subways. They claim that God talks to them all the time. And it's the fifth level of schizophrenia. There's no doubt the mayor is... Is suffering from schizophrenia. There's no doubt about it. You don't have to be. You got armchair shrink could figure that out. And yet nobody will challenge him. Now, tomorrow, Sid Rosenberg has said the mayor will join him. He was supposed to join him earlier today. But guess what? He had to go to a fundraiser for his own reelection. The chutzpah, the culions, the huepos. He's raising money to run again, even though he's running this city right into the ground. He's getting wine-dined and pocket-lined by people who want special favors, and he's more than happy to do it for them as long as their checks don't bounce. I hope. And I hope you keep his feet to the fire, Lou and uh, Justin, and ask the mayor about whether God has actually talked to him and whether God continues to talk to him. And also, Sid needs to ask him about that Kunta Kinte remark. I don't ever remember the guy calling himself Kunta Kinte. People can say what they want. There are those in society that still long to see me stop saying Kunta Kinte, and they want me to say Toby. And it's uncomfortable for them. So you can whip me as much as you want. But when you take off my shirt, you'll see the scars are already dire. You know, I've gotten beaten enough that... I can't be beaten again. I came into government saying Kute Kente. I'm leaving government saying Kute Kente. And if you don't know who he is, go see Roots. Drop the microphone right like an MC. Like, has anybody found when he ever referred to himself as Kunta Kente, how does the media let him get away with that? Oh. Because his complexion is his protection. And now he's got a sanctuary. He believes that we're a sanctuary city. We should not be. He's got a sanctuary radio station. It's WBLS Hot 97. And his protector is Funk, Funk Master Flex. Mayor, what's your favorite radio station? WBLS Hot 97. You heard it. Don't play us close, bruh. You see us out here, Funk Flex and the mayor. Yeah, Funk Flex and the mayor. By the way, uh, we still don't see the link to his first show that was done at 1030 in the morning on Sunday. I listened to it. It was horrible. It was the worst talk radio show program I have ever heard, and I've heard some real stinkers. He did it on remote at City Hall. Hey, Jerky Boy, you got to get into the studio at WBLS. I know the smell of weed might knock you out, but you got to get in there. He had his son be the phone screener, Jordan. And Emmis, which is a major radio station player, which owns WBLS, they don't even have up it up on their website. They don't have a link. They don't even have a picture of the man. I think they're so embarrassed. By that first effort of his, he says he's going to do it every Sunday morning at 1030. Previously, uh, they leased it out 
a dollar a holler to any reverend who wants to come on. You pay a dollar a holler. That's the going rate in radio. But uh, I did tell Sid that he should reach out his hand, his cracker hand in solidarity, and offer to enroll the mayor, the mayor Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, and his son Jordan in the uh, talk radio boot camp. Take him through the paces. Because, Lou, if we ever get to Link, I want you to listen to it. I mean, it is absolutely the worst garbage that I've ever heard on the radio. Why doesn't he just be mayor? There's so much to do. If you want to be a talk radio show host, then stop being mayor. Talking about this is the Riffin Reed featuring Curtis Lewa. Now to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. Now this one dedicated to the girl with the angel face and the devil heart. You know, so I'm off the track of the most new power players come to feel the face. Stop up my youth. Hear this. I know this little girl, her name is Maxine. Her beauty's like a bunch of rows. If I ever tell you about Maxine, you would have say I don't know what I know. But murder she wrote. Real, real. Murder she wrote. Murder she wrote. Murder she wrote. I'm with him. Talking about WBLS, this is the kind of music, Lou, they'd have been jamming in the Carib Hour, as they would have been doing Puff Puff Pass, past those flips, past those blunts, your Yankee boy, your blood clad, your rude man, with their Jiffy Pop hats on, Rastafari, but look, we don't have to go that route. Let's cut this music off because now we have to go into McWhitey Whitey Land. Matzah Pizza Village. Oh, yeah. Matzah Pizza Park. Matzah Pizza itself, Nassau County. And today they're trying to wrap up the investigation at the unkept Red House on First Avenue. It stood on a block of tiny suburban homes, stood out like a sore thumb. Everybody knew that architect Rex lived there. He was crazy. He was wild. He was out of control. I'm going to run through the litany of things that people have said about him and the way he operated in and out of that house in Matsum Pizza Park. First off, there is the guy who lived right next door to him who said that this guy would be digging up holes in his backyard. When I was 18, 19 years old, I heard digging in the backyard next door. Um, now, I really wanted to go and check out what it was and, like, look through the fence. The fence had little fake grass on it. Um, but some, something stopped myself from doing it. Um, you know, I was nervous. I wasn't too sure what I was hearing at the time. Okay, if that wasn't bad enough, he would burn his garbage on a regular basis in his yard at his home on First Avenue in Matza Pizza Park. He would burn his garbage, and uh, we, I would smell it. And I would always wonder, I'm like, why is this guy burning his garbage again? So what I did was I tapped into the brainless mindset of Justin, our... Uh, our handy-dandy producer who's available to sit in the morning, his executive producer, he obviously uh, helps me put together this Rip and Read program. But he is a proud alumni member of Chappaqua, the whitest suburb in America where even the lawn jockeys are white. 
where rich is spelled with capitals. And let's face it, it's the home of Bill and Hillary and their love shack, where even their black lab mysteriously died. Another friend of the Clintons who mysteriously died, and Justin is taking the code of Omerta on that. But he did explain to me the idiosyncrasies of neighborhoods, suburbs, townships, villages, and the strict code enforcement that they have, because any neighbor's violation could kill people's property values. So if you look at digging holes at 1 o'clock in the morning in your backyard, burning garbage, which is actually a crime in Nassau County, uh, Nancy, who does the deep dive for the wrecking team of Sliwa and Sliwa against friends and foes alike. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Fess up if you mess up. And she first went to the village of Massapequa Park. They have resident services. The resident services department is the department through which most residents' complaints, questions, and concerns are handled. Residents may also report violations of any village ordinance or local law. Resident services staff investigates complaints and makes regular ride-throughs of the village to ensure compliance with residential ordinances. Really? There's not one complaint filed with the village of Massapequa Park. Now, are we to believe that the nosy neighbors of Massapequa Park watching their property values plummet? We're not taking advantage and complaining to the resident services department. Of course they were. But try to find a record of it. Justin, mysteriously, it's like it was etch-a-sketched away. What are you talking about? What complaints? I ask you again, Architect Rex, why was he an untouchable? Why was he protected by the powers that be? Now, that's you could say, well, that's the village of Massapequa Park. Well, wait a second. You go to Nassau, which has a unbelievable bureaucracy of agencies. They have a building department with inspections and inspectors, especially if any reports come their way of any building in Nassau County. Eventually, the inspectors will get out there. This guy was out there for for more than a dozen years. Then they have code enforcement. You file a complaint of common violations, and they have a code enforcement officer who comes out and looks at the property. Apparently, that never occurred, or maybe it did occur, and when the reports were filed, they were etched sketched away. So right now... To the village of Massapequa Park, you have to answer, and we're going to force you to answer, how come none of those complaints were ever filed on record? And in Nassau County, how come none of the complaints were ever filed, never filed with the buildings department or code enforcement? Now, let me give you some of them, okay? We all know by now you've seen the photos. You've had the drone photos from above the unkempt red house on First Avenue. I think everybody agrees it stood out like a sore thumb amongst those tiny suburban homes. Then you had, uh, when described, a squat red three-bedroom ranch home with a yard, neighbors said, often was strewn with cut trees and a broken lawnmower. Now, if that occurred in Chappaqua when you were growing up there, Justin, right away, code enforcement agencies would have been there, right? They probably would have would have sought foreclosure, take down the house, you know, it's a blight, right? 
We do know that neighbors were fed up with the way that Architect Rex kept his house. Now, are we to believe that they're fed up and that they didn't file any complaints with the village of Massapequa Park or with the county of Nassau? Again, in a further deep dive by Nancy, my wife, the e-attorney, he had leaks in his roof. Instead of fixing the roof, he put this big metal plate up there Neighbors were looking at this and shaking their heads and saying, what the hell is this? This is like a hillbilly house. This is hillbilly hell. Are we to believe that there were no complaints? Again, the house looked like it was beaten up, something out of a horror movie, according to the neighbors. Are we to believe that none of the neighbors complained? And remember, I want to read to you. This is uh, what people pay taxes for, incredible in taxes out there in Nassau County, the highest property tax rates uh, uh, almost in the country along with uh, Suffolk County. Again, Resident Services Department, Village of Massapequa Park. The Resident Service Department is the department through which most residents complaint questions and concerns are handled. Resident Service staff investigate complaints and make regular ride-throughs of the village to ensure compliance with residential ordinances. One ride-through, Massapequa Park, on First Avenue, and you would have said, this building is filled with violations. Now, one report. And as Nancy explained to me, having grown up in Bohemia in, in Suffolk County, she said, when all else fails, uh, you call the police. You call 911, and the police eventually come out. And they're going to end up writing a report, or they're going to end up dealing it with it or referring it to the appropriate agency in the county, the village, the borough, or the town. Here's another thing, Justin, you would like that they would never tolerate in Chappaqua. He had a big TV on the front porch like a hillbilly. Like a hillbilly in the Appalachians, like a hillbilly in the Ozark Mountains. This is Architect Rex. He was always chopping wood in his garage and watching TV on the porch. What the hell is he chopping wood for? Has anybody asked that question? Right? You would have thought neighbors would have said, hey, it's kind of late. You know, it's 10 o'clock at night. What's that screwball doing? He's chopping wood in the garage, and he's watching TV on his porch like a freaking hillbilly. If you looked at the records, though, of both the village of Massapequa Park and Nassau County, there were no complaints or reports. Do we really believe that? Or do we believe that he was an untouchable, and every time a complaint came in, it mysteriously disappeared? Because Architect Rex knew too much about too many people their proclivities, their decadence, their debauchery, their uh, actions that were probably similar to his when it came to bondage and whipping and all kinds of extreme methods of sexual encounters with young ladies and those who were prostitutes. According to another neighbor, there was always a mess of logs on the lawn mixed in with random stuff, garbage thrown all over the place. And you're telling me that there was no code enforcement by either Nassau County or the village of Massapequa Park? Again, the home was in such disrepair, including the porch, looking unstable that people would say, what's going on in that house? Now, Justin, this is what I would recommend. 
And, Lou, uh, you might be able to do this from the Rockaways, the Irish Riviera. Take Sunrise Highway out to the Massapequa Diner. I've got my best uh, information there. The Yentes, they tell you everything. Oh, my God, you don't even have to ask them a question. It's sort of like uh, Naomi. It's sort of like Sid's mom that he has on once a week from up in the Jewish Himalayas, the Catskills. She's not, she's nonstop, right? She she has everybody's dirty laundry. That's what the Yentas do there at the Massapequa Diner. How is it that I know all of this and I'm a guy in the city of New York and you're going to go to that press conference today, which is underway with the uh, district attorney from Suffolk County, Tierney, Rodney Harrison, the police commissioner of Suffolk. No doubt you're going to have the Nassau County police there, Nassau County officials there. You're going to have officials from the village of Massapequa Park. And none of the reporters are going to ask him the kind of simple questions I'm asking now. We will continue to do the deep dive. Uh, so far, Democrats and Republicans, officials, police officials, and others who should have been in the know, who should have been on top of this instead of covering it up and engaging in this co- conspiracy, uh, they view me as a hemorrhoid in a red beret, and they can't find enough preparation H in the world to smear on me and that I'll dry up and uh, sort of blow away. Well, guess what, guys and gals? Whether you're my friends or my foes, we're coming after you. Me and Nancy Sliwa, the Sliwa wrecking team, because you're covering up and you're not answering questions that any common sense would have indicated there would have been hundreds, thousands of complaints against that property. This is the Riffin' Read, featuring Curtis Lewa. Now, to the Bernard McGurk Studios of 77 WABC and Curtis Lewa. moving out. moving out. People continue to move out of New York State, from Buffalo to Brooklyn, throughout New York City. Northern New Jersey, Southern New Jersey, Mid-Jersey, Eastern Pennsylvania, Connecticut. The exodus continues. It's the most taxed areas in the country. It's providing less and less services in return for the tax dollars, and the quality of life is diminished. So who do we have here? We have uh, enough of the music here, Lou. Let's get rid of the music. Let's get right down to it. I have reported to all of you that there is a coalition now of congressmen, congresswomen, of county executives, borough presidents who have come together, put aside their party differences. The most recent Murphy and Jersey Fasella, the borough president of Staten Island, to block congestion pricing, to go to court and to really tie up the process. But it's interesting that. Maybe the most powerful county, Nassau, that could really put a kibosh on this. Bruce Blakeman has become, this is his new nickname here, Bruce Flakeman. I want you to hear the question that Sid asked him and his answer about why he's not joining his colleagues in opposing congestion pricing. The rumor is, is that unlike them, you are not going to fight congestion pricing. And so he was vacillating a second, and then he responded to Sid. My approach is different. It could change. His approach is different. It could change. Whenever an elected official says that, Justin, take note. 
It means if I get wine-dined and pocket-lined, I could change my opinion. That's really what that's code language for. Whoever bribes him the most, that's whose side he's on. Then he said he's against congestion pricing, but... I've been very, very vocal against congestion pricing. So I've staked a position against it. However... Oh, however. This is sort of like John Kerry when he was in the U.S. Senate. Remember, I was for the Iraq war before I was against it, and I was for it. Bull feathers. Can I hear that one again? I want to hear... Bruce Flakeman uh, sort of tried to weasel around this issue. You're either for congestion pricing or you're opposed to it, Bruce Flakeman. I've been very, very vocal against congestion pricing. So I've staked a position against it. However. However. So let's hear this caveat. However. And now you're going to understand why I say Bruce Flakeman cannot chew gum and think at the same time. He's really stupid. But for the time being, I am marketing Nassau County in New York City. I believe that we have just as good a restaurants. Our healthcare network is as good as theirs. We've got great beaches. We've got great parks. We've got fine museums. Uh, we've got a museum here on Long Island in Nassau County that's second to none. What's that? What's he talking about? By the way, uh, Justin, you live here in New York City. Lou, you live here in New York City. Are you? Uh, have you seen the marketing campaign by Bruce Flakeman to try to entice you to come to Nassau County? No, 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 no. no. Yeah, yeah, I wonder where that is. Then he told Sid he's trying to take advantage of congestion pricing. Now, I'm trying to connect the dots on this. This guy is not Mensa. He's a real stonard. And uh, we have everything here, and I'm trying to attract business to Nassau County. So if, if they want to do something stupid, like charge people more money to drive in New York City and Manhattan, uh, then I'm going to try and take advantage of it. That's your people, Bruce Flakeman. They're your Nassau County residents. They want to come to the theater. There's no great white way, Broadway out in Nassau County. They're going to come into Midtown. The moment they go south of 60th Street, click, whack, another tax. And some of them have to come in for medical treatment. You talk about medical treatment, the great Bernard McGurk. How how often did I warn him? I said, Bernard, you're getting your treatment out in Nassau County. They're butchering you. Get your ass into New York City. It was too late. And yet he... He sells this concept like he's doing it for the people in Nassau County. They're the ones who are going to be taxed. Hey, I, I, I texted Laura Curran, the former county executive, the Democrat. She says, oh, I'm totally against it. And the constituents in Nassau County are against it. In fact, there should be an initiative and referendum. Uh, let's do a poll. Let's see, uh, Bruce Flakeman, uh, whose side the people are going to be on. Laura Curran, who's opposed to it, or you, who vacillates. Oh, my God. And listen to more of this, more of this nonsense. My job is to market Nassau County, and I see this as an opportunity. <laughs> Schmuck. Putz. And then this is the real reason. You need to know this. Sid asked him about, would this put a potential casino license in jeopardy because you'd be butting heads with the governor? Curtis was the first to bring this up. There are some that believe you're just kowtowing to the governor because you want the casino out there in Nassau County. Oh, boy. Bruce Flakeman didn't want to hear that. The governor is not going to make that decision, or I, I hope it's not going to be political. 
You hope it's not going to be political. It's all political. And by the way, uh, check on this, uh, our Cracker Jack News team. The governor is in California, and she's meeting with executives, including from Sands, which is trying to get the license to run an all-purpose casino at the Nassau County Coliseum. She's meeting with them and others who want to wine, dine, and pocket line her and her cronies to get that valued license. Yes, Bruce Flakeman, it's all political. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.